Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And we're 877-474-3302. What difference does it make if I get it wrong, right? Uh, it's some number hey, like Mark, that. Mark, are you going to do the buy of the week soon? I'm going to do the buy of the week right now. The buy okay, of the week where I'm we... back here with the drum set. Are you Okay, ready? I can hear you. All right, buy okay, of the week cool. where we scour the universe, the planet, the San Fernando Valley, and parts now of Nevada because I was just there for the buy of the week. And I dare you, dare you to find a cheaper buy of the week than the buy of the week I'm about to give you. This is that will not necessarily work for everyone, but... If you file a simple tax return, and that's coming up in April, and we'll have to get TurboTax on the air with us again because they were, I think we had them on last year. Uh, and you don't want to spend a fortune going in an accountant, and you have, again, it has to be a simple return. TurboTax will do it for free. If you go to the TurboTax. it Free, I said free. I-N-T-U-I-T dot com. That's TurboTax. No www. Just go to TurboTax. Dot intuit, I-N-T-U-I-T dot com, and they will guide you through the reporting sales of stocks and all kinds of other things, and it will give you a simple tax return. They will file for you. Well, that's the easy. It. You can't do deductions on an easy, just so uh, you know. Well, I'm trying to, this is the simple. You can't. Return. Right, cannot. You're right, saying. the simple, the easy, you cannot. If you have deductions... I mean, they have, and this is a really a deal, twenty nine ninety five. Yeah, it is. It's very uh, you can start for free, see if you like it. You pay when you file, and all of them include on the Intuit t- site free e-filing. Yeah, so you, which I is mean, great. you don't even have to mail anything in. No, it's all. And e-filing. if you have to pay taxes, I would assume you can link to your bank account or whatever and get that done. Right. But if you don't, you know, if you got a simple return and you don't want to spend a lot of money or, you know, whatever it costs to do this, as Marcia said, not only would they do the filing, the uh, walk you through the filing itself, but they will e-file for free for you. So, again, that's TurboTax. Just do a uh, search for TurboTax. It's got its different, various and different things in there. They've got a deluxe edition, a premier edition, home and business edition that go anywhere from 30 bucks on up to about $75, but this one is the free version. So it's getting to be that time of the year. Let's make sure that uh, we get our taxes filed on time. And well, yes, yeah, so hopefully some people can be getting refunds. <laughs> uh, w- yeah, I w- I'd like refunds to are good. Refunds are good. Refunds are a good thing, definitely a good thing. A very good thing. Yeah. You know, Listen, I, I, I want to... Oh, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> no, I wanted to ask you, um, I've decided that I lost my soul in the past Uh-oh. 10 years. Oh, I mean, I used to shoot pictures semi-professionally i used to shoot sports i used to shoot uh, dodgers i used to shoot nascar and i want to get back into cameras mm-hmm. so you know i've been looking and looking because i mean i have a nikon an old nikon and i have a bunch of lenses and i've been looking at canon and all these they they all have amazing slrs out yeah and it's really hard to decide between them because obviously a new technology comes out every freaking minute oh i know ha- have you looked at them do you you know yeah, I mean, I we have. saw a bunch of them at uh, ces yes you know when i was a kid i was a uh, photographer i did modeling photography uh, and it was kind of a fun thing to do and oh I you were it. one of those skeezy old men who yeah, took pictures well, of young girls yeah well i was girls. a young man at the time so it wasn't i wasn't, I wasn't the old guy at the time i had the card that said i was a playboy photographer you know i used to print them up at home oh yeah i'm doing <laughs> for uh, you know for playboy magazine and uh, well you know let's well actually let's go to the phones and uh, talk to yeah actually i see somebody on the line who is a photographer for la weekly oh perfect okay curious josh Very cool. welcome curious welcome to the show. hey josh nice to see you 
Hi, guys. Nice to digitally see you. You bet. <laughs> well, thank you for uh, joining us. Uh, what's up? Well, I hear I hear that we're talking uh, digital SLRs. Yes, we are. Yeah, I really think? need some help. <laughs> okay, Marcia, what are you what are you looking for? Well, I you know I mentioned I have an old uh, FE2, a Nikon. Um, I'm worried that the lenses that I have, I know they will work with the camera, but I want to be sure I have through the lens metering and all that. But then I've been looking at the new Canons, and the Canons have all these features. I'm just totally confused. Can you help us? I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who'd love to know how to pick out a digital LSR. SLR. And also what you use yourself for professional photography. Yeah, really. Sure. Well, let me, let me start out by saying that, that I shoot Canon right mm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, because when I got started, it was kind of the clear choice. Now Nikon's really stepped up their game. And it, it makes things, um, it makes things very, very interesting in the digital SLR world right now because everybody is really bringing new technology to the table over the last couple of years. Um, so first off, the, the thing that everyone always wonders about are megapixels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what right. That's it? a big fail, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, it, it used to be very important when it was the difference between, you know, a 3-megapixel camera and a 5-megapixel camera. Yeah. Yeah, because it can mean the difference between whether or not you could actually print out something nicely at 8.5 by 11. Now you have these cameras that are 11 megapixels, 15 megapixels, 16 megapixels, 21 megapixels. Right, because you're going to print out billboards, right? <laughs> right. Right, exactly. The average user does not need to print out a billboard. Um, the other thing, too, that, that people... So people have tended to focus on that. Like, my mom, last year, she was looking for cameras, and it was really funny because I was trying to tell her, like, oh, you should think about this and this, and she goes to me, well, how many megapixels is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, Mom. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, yeah. well, Josh, don't some of the people who have these big mega, aside from the fact that it eats up your cards like crazy with the big images, don't they like to pick out a portion of the picture and make that their picture? But really, if you're a good photographer, you should be composing your pictures as you take them, correct? <laughs> um, a little bit of both. Uh, it, it, is, it is nice and important to have a little bit of extra resolution in there so that you can crop in a little bit when you need to. Um, you know, whether, whether you're shooting privately or professionally, if you're shooting professionally, you'll get art directors who want a little bit of bleed around the edges so that they can work with your image the way that they want to. If you're working privately, sometimes you just took that shot of grandma and you're pulled a little too far back, and you really want just grandma. So it's nice to have some resolution, but like I said, with, with 10 megapixel cameras and... 15 megapixel cameras, you really don't need to worry about that anymore. You have the extra resolution in the camera. And there are other well, I mean, features There are other features that are really showing, especially these days, how important they are. Okay, so Josh, what are the features we need to look for? I really need to know this, Mark. I'm sorry. This no, no, I need to cool. know. Um, the, the, God, there's, there's so many little things depending on what you shoot. For, for example, are we talking consumer or professional, or a little bit of both? I'd say our listeners are probably semi... I mean, they're not professionals, but they're advanced camera users. Okay. 
So let's let's first talk about like consumer cameras. How many people here want to take a shot in a bar or at home or over candlelight or something where it's not a brightly lit day? That's important. Everybody wants to do that. Everyone's taking pictures. You see how many crappy pictures are up on the Internet. <laughs> I mean, and they're all taken in bars and restaurants, and nobody can identify anybody. Exactly. Okay. So it, it used to be about two or three years ago. There's, there's something I like to talk about, which is called the ISO, which basically is the camera's sensitivity to light. A low ISO, you, you need good low, low ISO performance when you're shooting outside in the daylight. When you're going into a low light situation, you need good high ISO performance. Um, to give you an idea, it used to be like two or three years ago that the best ISO you can get on a consumer camera was about 800, which doesn't do you any good in a, in a low light situation. Nikon really led the way in pushing the high ISO cameras that could see in the dark. Basically. Well, yeah, because if I, if Josh, if I remember back when I was taking uh, uh, real pictures back in the olden days, I yeah. used to use a 400 ISO film. I forgot what it's called, but that was my favorite film. But there was a problem with prints being grainy. Is it still grainy in the higher ISOs on the digitals? Uh, funny you should ask. That's what everyone's working. Yeah, that's what everyone's working to to perfect. Is kind of like the really, really the the camera that will take a shot in the dark. Um, you, you'll get now if we talk about professional cameras because the, the professional cameras lead the features on this, and then it trickles down to consumer cameras. Okay, and Ni who's doing a better job? Mention that too. Okay, Nikon and Canon both in the last couple of months just came out with brand new high cameras that are unbelievable ISO performance. Um, you, they just, Nikon just came out with the D3S and Canon just came out with the 1D Mark IV. And you know how you said that you were shooting 400 ISO film? All the time. I used to all the time. Okay. Every ISO that gives you a stop doubles. Like you've got 400, then 800, then 1600. And you recently in the last couple of years got you know, cameras that would shoot 3,200 ISO digitally. Yeah. Canon and Nikon both just came out with cameras that yeah. technically, there are a couple of caveats, go up to 105,000 ISO. Yeah, well, that, I, I would think that's pushing it just a tad. Um, are you talking cameras like in the $2,000 range? Um, those cameras right now are both in the $5,000 range. Oh, yeah, that's, that's okay, how about, well, how about well, under $1,000? Um, well, I guess the reason I'm bringing it up is that it's, it's good to understand what's going on in the $5,000 range because what ends up happening is first they put out the $5,000 camera. Then a few months later, they put out the $2,000 camera that has the same features as the $5,000 camera. Wow. 
Hey, Josh, you know, the average person, obviously, as Marcia says, is not going to spend $5,000 on a camera. So if I'm a guy that wants to shoot my kid's football or basketball game, or I'm, you know, just the average guy, what kind of camera should I be buying? How many megapixel? And you know, I think give or Mark's take a point-and-shoot kind of guy. Well, you know, I think most people are point-and-shoot. Most people, and I was at one time a professional photographer, and I don't do that anymore. I, I still have my Minolta SRT 101 that I used when I was a kid. But what do you recommend? There are Got people it. on Twitter, by the way, who are asking the same question. So, Josh, it's important. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. So, so hello, Twitterverse. Uh, <laughs> so, basically, right now, they're, they're kind of... Let, let's talk about the cameras that are kind of um, prosumer. If you've got someone who wants to go out and shoot their kid's football game, they're probably going to want a camera that has some, you know, an interchangeable lens system. That's the difference between the little, like, pocket cameras that you pull out that just have the lenses in them. Right. Those really won't have the reach to do something like that. And they also don't have flexibility. You, you can change lenses when you want a zoom lens that really enables you to zoom onto a football field. Mm-hmm. Or, and then put on a different lens when you're at home, hanging out with the kids and family, and you don't want to shoot something that's 200 yards away because that would be out on your front lawn while you're having dinner. Hmm. Okay, Josh, we're going to go to a break in just a second. We don't have a, a lot of time after that. But can, okay, you, hang, so- hang, can you hang with us? Yeah, sure. Because I'd love you okay. to actually come back and, and tell us, you know, what do you recommend? Because, uh, you know, most of the um, the inexpensive cameras don't come with interchangeable lenses. Some do, but most don't. So, I'd, you know, love to have you tell our audience what is the one maybe that you recommend for the average user to use that doesn't want to spend two grand or five grand, but maybe wants to spend two hundred bucks on a camera. So, you got uh, it. okay, great, Josh. And if you can hang with us, we'll do a little bit more of that. And Marsha, if we have time, I'll actually tell you about a pan digital photo. iTouch one-touch scanner that you can scan your uh, photos into for about 90 bucks and then transfer Yeah, well, for now, I'd still rather listen to Josh. I got you all the time. We'll find out what he has. (laughs) All right, we'll be right back. This is Marsha Collier along with Mark Cohen and Josh Reese from LA Weekly on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. At OnlineLabels.com, they're giving away 10 free sheets of shipping labels to eBay users with a feedback of 25 or more. With this exclusive offer, you can choose from one of five popular shipping label sizes that are compatible with eBay, PayPal, and U.S. Postal shipping systems. So if you're tired of taping postage to your boxes, visit OnlineLabels.com slash radio and claim your 10 sheets of shipping labels for free. Not only does OnlineLabels.com have shipping labels, they have over 140 popular label configurations available in 30 different label materials. Whether you're looking for address labels, CD labels, circle labels, or even the hard-to-find waterproof labels, they've got them. As a bonus, when you place an order with OnlineLabels.com, you'll get a free activation code for their exclusive online label software, Maestro Label Designer. Find the perfect label for your business at OnlineLabels.com, where buying and printing labels is as easy as click, print, stick. Improve your business today. Learn to do professional email marketing the right way with Captain Email. This is Chris Merch, president of WS Radio. For years, I've helped our WS Radio hosts, advertisers, and sponsors with their email marketing strategies. As a former Marine captain and an email marketing expert, I've created a new free club at CaptainEmail.com. 
For mission-based email marketing to your current customers with proven strategies to reach new prospects has positively impacted many of the businesses I've worked with. CaptainEmail.com includes resources to start and grow your email list, the top 10 email marketing tips, plus a free 60-day trial with no credit card required. From brick-and-mortar businesses to communicating with your Little League team, do email marketing the right way, professionally. How many times have you checked your email today? Log on to CaptainEmail.com, and thanks for listening to WS Radio. We have Rusty Roof on the phone today. He is the author of the book Talent Force, a book we talk a lot about here on Headhunter Radio, and director of a very cool company called HireVue. Thanks, Cece. Hey, you know, we know the traditional hiring process wastes time and money before you see candidates clearly. Did you say see? Yep, see. Like face-to-face, but without the cost and travel overhead. I'm talking about trying HireVue, the world's leading online video interviewing solution. You create your interview questions, then invite candidates to respond online using just a webcam. Recruiters and hiring managers, on your own time, use HireVue to review candidates to make the hiring decision. This sounds pretty cool. Is anybody doing it? Ever heard of Google and Oracle? They know what a difference HireVue can make. All right, tell me some more. For a demo, go to www.hirevue.com. Give us the tagline, Rusty, in your best radio voice. HireVue, bringing candidates into focus. Not bad for a talent guy. Now back to Headhunter Radio. Before there were computer games and HDTV, cram courses and teaching to the test, there was this thing called imagination, a tool so powerful it could transport kids on the most amazing journeys of their lives. From outer space to center field at Yankee Stadium. It is for these journeys that Destination Imagination was created. An extraordinary after-school program in creativity and teamwork for every child. At Destination Imagination, teams are formed and challenges are met with a whole lot of imagination. And while we can't guarantee it'll get your kid into Harvard or onto American Idol, we're pretty sure that Destination Imagination will be the most important journey they make this year. Maybe any year. Parents, teachers, start a Destination Imagination team by calling 888-321-1503 or visit DestinationImagination.org. That's DestinationImagination.org. Business owners, save up to 25% on your credit card processing fees now with no contract. This is Chris Merch, founder of WS Radio. Since we have dozens of shows to help you start and grow your business, I want to give you a quick business tip. You can easily save money on your credit card processing fees with no contract. I want to introduce you to Renee. She saved WS Radio over 25% in credit card processing fees. Over the years, we've processed hundreds of thousands of dollars in credit cards, and it's saved us thousands in fees. It only takes five minutes of your time to see if she can help. She'll give you the good news either way. She'll either save you money each month or let you know you have a good processor. Plus, she doesn't require a contract. Go month to month to see for yourself. Log on to CutCreditCardCost.com. That's CutCreditCardCost.com. It's your money. Why not keep more of it? Information, news, and entertainment on demand. Log on, listen, and learn. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com 
Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back. And uh, Josh, I want to give you a little plug for your website, which is uh, CuriousJosh.com, correct? That's the one. Okay, so you can see some of Josh's work, beautiful uh, photography and different things on there. Uh, in addition, Yes, and the picture of Heather Meeker and I were voted number one at one of the events, yes. Oh, well, isn't that special? Uh, so, Josh, we don't have a lot of time, but I'd love you to tell us, for, the, you know, for those people out there who, again, don't want to spend thousands of dollars on a camera and are looking for something that would be a great you know, place to take pictures of their kids or the family or just you know, ordinary photography, what do you recommend? Great. So kind of the, the sub-$1,000 range, right? Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. Um, right now, the two market leaders are both Nikon and Canon. Those are the two that I would be looking at. Um, now, there's a couple of factors in choosing which one is better for you, personally. One of them is video, and the other one is autofocus. Right now, both Nikon and Canon are doing pretty well in the low-light performance, and they're both kind of pushing each other, you know, pushing the boundaries of each other in that range. So either system that you go with, you're going to be pretty happy. Nikon has taken a slight lead in the low-light performance, but that's more at the high end than at the middle, the middle end. Um, if, you, if you're interested in video... Right now, Canon has the better approach to video. You know, you know how everyone wants HD video. Yeah. Oh, the, you bet. Yeah. The big thing this year is the crossover of starting to use HD video in your home digital camera. You mean, in other words, we won't be using Flip or the Kodak camera in a year or so? <laughs> um, the Flip and the Kodak still the space because there's. There's still space for them because they're so compact, you can just whip them out of your pocket and use them everywhere. Right. But people are finding that the quality of video you get through these, through these lenses is, you know, matching the quality of $10,000 video cameras, but in your home SLR. Okay. So Canon have taken the approach of shooting full HD 1080p video. Wow. Nikon also does HD video, but here's the thing where it gets a little confusing. Nikon is only shooting up to 720p. So okay, like I care really. <laughs> well, all I look at all I look at is the higher resolution is just going to eat more of my video card. That's true, but if you look at like Blu-ray discs that that are becoming the standard and HD video, right. that's all 1080. Okay. Which I so love. Can't watch anything that's not 1080p. I just it's just not worth watching. <laughs> what about anamorphic DVDs? Come on, man. Like that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you bet. Old school. Yeah, um, exactly. So, so if you're interested in video, start looking at the Canons. the The other thing is that um, Nikon has taken the approach in putting better autofocus systems in some of their mid range cameras. So, like. One of the things I think about is that even when you're buying a sub $1,000 camera, you're, you're really buying into a camera system because what you do is you mentioned like going to the football game for your kids. Right. Say you go out, you buy your first camera, and you can get an SLR body for about $600 to $800. Um, when, it gets, when it gets up to that point, it actually includes a lens at $800. But then your kid starts to play football, and you say, okay, you know what? 
I'm going to spend a little money and I'm going to get myself a zoom lens. So now you have an extra lens that works with that Canon body or that Nikon body. And then in a couple of years, you upgrade your body and you can still keep and use all of your lenses. So you really want to think about it as a system. Hmm. So you're going to get married to one or the other. (laughs) Right, exactly, exactly. Like right now, I have five lenses for my Canon that do the range everything from wide when I'm shooting parties and events to uh, a Zoom when I'm shooting concerts. Mm. And Josh, we are out of time. We'd love to have you call back another time, though, and talk some more about this because everybody loves taking pictures. Uh, Josh Reese, who is uh, has a weekly column on LA, LA Weekly, right? LAWeekly.com. And it's curious the, curious, the Curious Josh Nightlife column. And I also have my website, CuriousJosh.com, where you can see photos from all sorts of crazy events all over LA Nightlife. Hey, Josh, thank you for being with us. We appreciate it. Call in again. We'd love to talk to you again. Good to uh, go. Well, thank you. And that is thank it for you, us. Josh. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed the show as much as we did being here. Uh, and another great show for you next week, so tune in. Actually, I'll be gone next week, so, Marsha, you're on your own next week. I've got some hot stuff coming on. Adventure Girl's going to be with us. We've got a date check. We've got all kinds of great stuff next week. All right, please don't drink and drive. We want you back with us next week. You're listening to Computer and Technology Radio on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet You've been listening to Computer Internet and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha. Collier, produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. The future of radio is on the Internet, and WS Radio is leading the way. The Internet has continued to grow at an impressive rate, and Web 2.0 is expanding into automobiles, allowing drivers to be able to listen to Internet radio through voice activation. WS Radio has been broadcasting since 2001, growing to over 120 shows, and we're now franchising. Set up your own local Internet radio station in your city or town anywhere across the nation. Headquartered in San Diego, WS Radio has set up remote studios all over the world, from Australia to England. Our franchising model provides turnkey solutions and back-end production by our highly trained WS Radio staff. From setting up the station to sales training, we'll help you every step of the way. Learn more. Log on to www.bestinternetfranchise.com. That's bestinternetfranchise.com. Own your own local Internet radio station. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. Log on, listen, and learn.